0: From the offseason, through the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step, step. Now, with all of that being said, it's time to kind of transition to this game, Dallas, Sunday night. We've done a lot of, you know, what the Giants can be this year. How about for this game? I have fears, and I have excitement. Here are the fears for this game, and I think they are obvious ones. The last, everyone is to point to that the Giants haven't beaten Dak Prescott. Forget the Pat Shermer error. Forget the Joe Judge error. This is a new Giant core. It's not about what Giants three years ago did. This is a new Giants coaching staff from last year. They are 0-2 versus Dallas. And last year, they are 0-2 versus Dallas for two reasons. Number one. They, above any other team in the NFL last year, won the line of scrimmage battle with the Giants and kicked the offensive line's ass. Just a fact. Number two, especially when it comes to the second game, but you can tie to the first game, Giants' injuries were a huge part of that. Let's start with the injury part of it. In the Giants' first game versus the Cowboys, they did not have Dak Prescott, they had Cooper Rush. So you have to be fair, Dallas was dealing with an awfully big injury themselves. But it was going to be Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojalari's first game of the year off of their training camp injuries. And Kayvon Thibodeau was playing that game with a knee brace of which he admitted to me, Tiki and Evan, at giant camp, absolutely hindered him. And that's why he played his better football the second half of the year when he got rid of the knee brace. The giants in that game played Sterling Shepard, who at the end would get his seasoning and ending injury. Kenny Galladay and David Sills as their starting receivers this year. You'll have Slayton fully ingrained in here, Hodgins, Paris Campbell. You'll get the Jalen Hyde. Darren Waller will be on the field. I think that's a big deal. But more importantly, in the second game, people forget that was when Xavier McKinney was out with the ATV incident. Adoree Jackson, their best corner, who covers C.D. Lamb, was out after he was returning punts. Evan Neal was out at that game. Aziz Ojalari was out in that game. There were others out in that game. It started to stack up. The Giants, if you look back, played like nine guys that were essentially practice squad players versus the Dallas Cowboys in significant roles. Their starting corners were Rodarius Williams and Fabian Moreau. And we're going to freak out that the Giants are starting Deontay Banks and Trey Hawkins in this game along with the Dory Jackson. And the Giants led that game at halftime. And the Giants were in the first game versus the Dallas Cowboys into the late in the fourth quarter. In fact, they had a chance to go down the field and either tie or take the lead. And David Sills is slipping on the field, leading the picks. Kenny Galladay dropped a huge third down. I mean, the Giants were set up last year where it was just a talent thing. It was just a talent thing with the Dallas Cowboys. Now this year, what can they change? Right off the bat, Daniel Jones ran for his life in game one. And Micah Parsons found a way to wreck the game. I think Dallas would be stupid to keep lining up Micah Parsons over Andrew Thomas, but maybe they will. Evan Neal, this has to be a big show-me game from Evan Neal. Look, you draft the guy seventh overall, I don't think it's too much to ask that the guy becomes a great right tackle in football. You didn't even draft him to be a left tackle. Um, but I guess we would sign for adequate right now. You'd sign for, for decent right now. Evan Neal's injury, I think, derailed this season. I'm expecting him to take an enormous step. And by the way, he better because the swing tackle situation is a problem. But interior is the Cowboys kind of shuffle the deck and, and bring whatever pressure they have. John Michael Schmitz has to you know, not be overwhelmed by the moment. I trust Ben Bredesen at left guard. And Gluwinski's just got to be stable. Look, we've seen much worse Giants offensive lines on paper. Much worse. I think we're teased a little bit because it's not quite perfect yet. But the Giants offensive line has a high ceiling, especially if Josh Azudu figures it out and gets going. It has a very high ceiling. And the floor is at least higher than it was. But it's still in a spot where if JMS is an overwhelmed rookie, if Evan Neal becomes a bust, it's possible where it can wreck the game. I mentioned the giant corners. That also remains a fear. A Dory Jackson playing in the slot on CD Lamb is the right move. Look, he's not Revis, but we love a Dory Jackson. He's a top 20 corner in football at least. Have him stick the Cowboys best receiver, follow him all over the field. And that's where the slot stuff will come into play. So when you talk about the Giants starting two rookie corners, yeah, well, you really play three corners on the field. But remember, Adoree Jackson is still the number one corner, despite the fact that he'll be playing a lot in slot because he's playing over C.D. bait, If they go base packages with two corners, you think Adoree Jackson's coming off the field? No, he's not. So that being said, Trey Hawkins, who, by the way, that was the sixth-round pick used that we got for the Kadarius Tony trade, and first-rounder Deontay Banks. No doubt rookie corners tend to struggle. But remember, the Giants didn't draft at least Trey Hawkins in the sixth round thinking we're drafting this guy to start, and they're not starting him because of injuries. They're starting him because he performed that damn well in camp. So still a scary proposition. It does fear me that, you know, they get exposed and those guys are running like chickens with their head cut off, but I'm going to trust Wink Martin Dilla's scheme. And in the second game last year on Thanksgiving, Kayvon Thibodeau nearly wrecked the game. He was getting pressure after pressure after pressure, and that was without his ease Ojolari. Uh, I think it was Dougie Analytics on Twitter. Giant fans know him well. If you don't, give him a follow. He had put up, the Giants only played list year, 50 snaps total, which could be a game, with Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz Ojalari, Leonard Williams, and Dexter Lawrence all on the field at the same time due to injury. All four of those guys are healthy. And when they did, their EPA, their pressures, all the combined advanced metrics – for those 50 snaps, had the Giants as one of the best defenses in football if you you know, basically overlay that over the long haul. Well, it's a big deal. The Giants, as Brian Dable stated earlier in the week, are healthy. Absolutely healthy. A couple people limited, but we are going to see – you may not see a healthier version of the New York Giants than you do on week one on Sunday night. We can't play the injury card. Everybody should be out there barring something catastrophic early. Uh, I am giddy, slash anxious, slash interested, fears be damned to see a healthy Giants team versus this Dallas team. Dallas has Tyron Smith on the injury report. He looks, he's going to play, but he's limited. Tyler Smith may not play, and that's a big deal. Their first round pick from a year ago, the Giants with Kayvon Thibodeau and that defensive front, as I just mentioned, they need to be the ones that wreck this game and not the Dallas front. And I think they have an enormous opportunity to do that.